Hello, Manifestation Maven. Thank you for coming back to the Manifesting While Black podcast. This is part two of my amazing conversation with Liz Walker from The Other Liz Walker. Get right into it. Let's hear part two. Okay, so before you kind of touched on this, but I would love to dive deeper. Um, Please tell me more about how managing your beliefs, doing belief work, helps you basically manifest uh, the business that feels right for you right now? Oh, wonderful, wonderful question. (laughs) (laughs) So it it took multiple layers of belief work, honestly. So at first it was originally, because I started my business in September of 2020. So originally it was, okay, let me just show people that I can help them with with YouTube SEO, like something basic, pretty much almost getting into the realm of freelance work territory. And Mm. I figured, okay, this is a knowledge that I can give to someone else. And then that is value. And here we go. And so that's what I was trusting in. And then as I was continuing in my mindset work, and really understanding the importance of helping people to not just go get big on YouTube, not just become, you know, influencers, nothing wrong with influencers, but that just wasn't really what my heart wanted. Right. When really thinking about why I wanted to do this in the first place, it was to not only free myself from this idea of being stuck to a nine to five job as my only way to build income, but to also help other women do the same and to also help other women of color do the same because nine to fives have, were never built for us and they continue to just do us dirty and we just Mm -hmm. gotta get out. Mm -hmm. So I really just wanted that to be at my core to really help someone not just start a channel and get good SEO, but to really build a business that they love, that they care about. And I was really attracted to entrepreneurs who really wanted to infuse their values into their businesses. So I really felt like I wanted to help people who genuinely also wanted to help other people. Yeah. Not just people who wouldn't necessarily go big because I know that it's a really popping keyword on YouTube. You know, like that's not, that wasn't where my heart was. That wasn't what my soul wanted. It did not light me up. It did not give me joy. Mm-hmm. And so I really had to get to a point where I was getting into that territory of creating my own evidence because there are not many, if any, people in the YouTube space who are teaching you or helping you understand how to build a business outside of getting a viral video. It's a lot of, oh, I got a viral video, so I'm going to create a course now. And you buy my course, then maybe you'll get a viral video, maybe you won't. But if you do, you're my next testimonial to get more people in the door. Like this cycle of kind of of, of, of promising people something that wasn't really theirs to promise in the first place. And it wasn't really helping them get their goals and was actually discouraging them. And causing them to quit, to give up on their business journey because they couldn't get a viral video when that Mm. shouldn't have been what they were trying to reach for in the first place, but there was no one there to tell them that. So I'm literally (laughs) 
<laughs> one of the few YouTube coaches. I honestly haven't seen other ones that wow. will just blatantly tell you, and I say this all the time in my content, that you do not need a viral video to build a business with YouTube. That you can do it your own way. That you don't have to chase keywords. Keywords are good to have for YouTube. They're important. They serve a purpose. But when your content is dependent upon hitting that quote-unquote right keyword that you think will get you more and more views, you're already missing the point. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be about you reaching one person just reaching people one person at a time. And with YouTube, it's very easy to get caught up in, oh, I got to reach the masses before I can find the people who are meant for me. I got to play the game before I can find the people who are meant for me. But it doesn't have to be that way. So my first <laughs> set of strong, heavy belief work was really getting comfortable with that identity, getting comfortable with how I wanted to approach YouTube and how I wanted to basically approach my business and yeah. transition it from, I'm going to give you information about YouTube SEO to, okay, I'm going to show you why the metrics don't matter. I'm going to show you how you can be authentic in your content and still attract a following on YouTube and how to use keywords to support and supplement your content versus creating your content for keywords. That was like the first layer of belief work that I had to do. That's amazing. And then the next layer of belief work was really getting to this idea of, you know what? YouTube is cool, but YouTube does not have the power here. Mm -hmm, and this mm -hmm. was really hard for me to wrap my mind around because at that point in my business, my thought process was, well, YouTube is a powerful search engine. Like YouTube, like everybody knows how awesome YouTube is. This should be an easy sell. But what I failed to understand at the time was that even though YouTube has this amazing search engine, this amazing algorithm backed by Google, that whole spiel is that YouTube does not have the power. You as the entrepreneur, me, we are the ones that have the power. It's not about the platform. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with the platform at all. It's all about us. It's all about the message that we have and how we want to help people and really fully believing in ourselves that we are capable of helping people. Like my, for most of my journey, I realized that I had been placing my beliefs not in myself, but in these outside external forces. I placed my belief in YouTube SEO being an easy sell and in that having a right or wrong answer. And so you can't go wrong. I have placed my belief in YouTube as this powerful search engine that already, you know, has its marketing done. So, you know, that's how you sell it. But now I'm at a point in my journey where I'm like, if someone were to say, oh, YouTube sucks, I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> because I know that YouTube does not have the power. I right. have the power. It has nothing to do with the platform. And once you get to that belief of what you can do, like even if you just had, you know, two sticks on, on a street corner, <laughs> that you mm -hmm. can grow your business that way, then that just opens up a whole new world for you in terms of trusting yourself and believing in the content that you can create and really just saying whatever the hell you want to say 
how you want to say it. And it's just, it's a whole nother level, especially as a black woman, you know, all our lives, we've been taught to just keep quiet, to stay in the corner, to follow the rules, to do what we're told. That's how we're safe. That's how we get to the next level. And now in entrepreneurship, it's like stripping away all of that crap and really just saying, this is me. And in my own just divine self, Mm -hmm. I know I can help you. Like, I know if you come to me and you need help getting clients, like I know in my core that I can help you and I can help you by showing you that it's not about YouTube. It's about you. Right. And then once you know that it doesn't matter if you want to do YouTube or not, you can do whatever you want. But at the end of the day, as long as you realize that the power is in you, that you believe truly in your core, that that power is in you, then that is what's going to move the needle for you. I love that. What do you do when you realize like, okay, you've got these core beliefs, but um, you know, thoughts, thoughts come and go. Mm -hmm. Um, What do you do to kind of get yourself back into like the essence of your belief? Like if all of a sudden you see, um, I don't know, you see someone who has an account that has a message that triggers you or, um, maybe you have, you just have something that happens in your reality that isn't ideal. Um, mm-hmm. and maybe goes against your beliefs. Uh, what do you do to bring yourself back to, to center to back in like the heart of your belief? Hmm. What's been huge for me is the journaling and using journaling. the model. So the life coach school model like mm-hmm. that, that has been huge, huge because it really helps you to understand that whatever the issue is, it's just a circumstance. Gotcha. And gotcha you can choose how you want to think about it. Mm-hmm. And that the instructions for that can get a little dicey because that also can very easily get into the territory of sort of gaslighting women of color about their actual lived experience. Yeah. But, you know, I feel like you can't, well, you can, but I try not to gaslight myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, I understand like my full capabilities I also understand the context of what I'm in and what I'm dealing with but I also understand that um you know even though I don't have as much privilege as someone else or I don't have the same circumstances as someone else you know I didn't do I didn't start my YouTube channel off of you know how to do 4c natural hair and (laughs) therefore got 10,000 subscribers off of some hair tutorials up front and now decided to become a coach. Like that was not my circumstance. Like I right. started off on YouTube, just wanted to talk about like my experience and talking about um, things that I thought would help people. Cause they were really helping me during a really difficult time in my life where I was figuring out what the heck I wanted to do next. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, just understand that that's just a circumstance and it has no, what's the word I'm searching for? It has no, like, it it does not determine, like, what I can do. Like, I can do so much outside of that circumstance. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. What I like to think about as well when it comes to circumstances, um, circumstances and thoughts uh, in the context of systematic issues, Mm. um, what, what I like to do is recognize that the circumstances were created by systems that are bigger than me, bigger, honest, and then even like bigger than anyone who shares any um, 
identifies with me. So like bigger than any other black person, bigger than any other woman, um, things that have happened like literally generationally, like these, these circumstances are hundred percent real. And the thoughts that come from living in those circumstances, even though they're just thoughts, they're, they're valid. And mm-hmm. in that, like, you know, the, the things that, the, the feelings of oppression are valid. Um, recognizing like, hey, I think because of the system not valuing me because I have these body parts or because I have mm-hmm. this skin tone and features, um, because they value me in this way, I don't have the things that people with different features and skin tones have. That's, I don't like that. Like, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a totally valid thing to say. But I think where... Um, where it gets healthy as opposed to gaslighting is when you can look at that and say, despite those circumstances, wanting to keep me small or keep me in a certain direction or wanting me to have thoughts that end at like, I don't like that, mm-hmm. but I'm going to deal with it. Um, it's, it, there, there's an opportunity to choose a new thought that lets you move forward anyway. Um, I, I took a, um, I took a really amazing seminar with um, Juliet. Oh, I'm blanking on her last name. She's the hypnotist. She's amazing. Juliet Akboto. I'm probably butchering her last name. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Forgive my colonized tongue. Um, She she did an amazing like three part seminar on how to how to approach like hypnotism and manifestation from like. like oppression and have like released the oppression and one of the most valuable things that I've ever learned in my entire life is to distance yourself from the not the identity itself but in recognizing that like you are human and you are whole as is no matter like regardless of your identifiers um you can be in that space of like a black woman recognizing that you are whole and then all the language that is used to define what black women can and can't have it no longer applies to you because you recognize that you are whole and human so for example like when you come to this the space of like almost like deassociating yourself just for a minute just to like recognize yourself as like bigger than just bigger than like whatever human experience is and then go back into your body as like, I am a black woman. I am bigger than this, but I am currently in this bigness as a fantastic and wonderful black woman. Then if you hear things like, well, black women can't have that or black women can't do that or black women are more likely to uh, work twice as hard and get half, like Mm -hmm. things like that that were said to us as little girls to protect us, we have to look at them and go, or something else can apply to me. (laughs) Right. <laughs> because right. because we're bigger we are technically bigger than the identifiers that make a, that make us up or we're bigger than the language applied to the identifiers that make up our human experience mm-hmm. but it's hard getting there getting to that point is like it it takes there's a lot you can you can i feel like it's not even hard to get there it's hard to get there and stay there because you know there are things that pull you back there are societal messages there's stuff your parents tell you like i said like mm-hmm. the whole work twice as hard for half as much like that was something said by i'm assuming your family too but like said well, by yeah. our families to protect us right mm-hmm. um 
or at least set up our expectations so we're not like just devastated again and again when the world's like lol no um, <laughs> but even but even that we have to drop if we want to experience success or, or if we want to or if we want to like even um open ourselves up to new levels of success that maybe black women haven't experienced before then we have that then that means we have to step into this this identity of like i'm I am whole as myself and mm-hmm. the the language the language that was used to describe people like me in the past um I'm I, I can I can have more to describe me now um and leaning into that belief I think is those beliefs are what what are going to change the world and it's also going to change um what business looks like and what entrepreneurship looks like I think you know people like our fearless leader DL um because she has gone so far deep into claiming what what can and can't be for her um you know she's here to support women of color but I bet she in doing her work like fundamentally believes that she can have it no matter her background no matter her circumstance mm-hmm. yeah I think and I think that's that's the level we need to get on across the board. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So with uh with this last question, um, I would love to hear like what tips do you have for people that are maybe not not so much um that have been in business for a while, but either they're getting their start or they're thinking about maybe starting a business or maybe they, they actually have no interest in business, but they just want to like improve their lives. Like if you could tell them like one little nugget on kind of how to get started on their dreams, whether that's a business or even just to make their work situation less shitty, like what manifestation belief work, whatever direction you want to go in, what, what knowledge would you impart on them? If you had one thing to say. That's a great question. I would say if you can, if you can take one thing from, from this episode, I would say start first by really building a better relationship with your body, like the whole thing, your body, your, your mind, your soul, start there and really, Mm. you know, listen to and feel what's going on with you Mm -hmm. instead of, if you're feeling like tightness around something that you know you're supposed to do, if you're feeling um, discomfort, you know, stop trudging through it just to get the job done. Like mm-hmm. actually, you know, sit there and really think, you know, do I have to do this? Do I have to do this this way? When like thoughts come up for you, you know, really interrogate those thoughts and sit there and say, you know, is this true? Or is this just a story that I'm telling myself? Like, I think just really one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in just all of the programs I've been in is just really building a relationship and coming back to me and my Mm. body and not being in such a hurry to be outside of myself, to look outside of myself for the answers, to push past how I'm feeling to get something done, to, um, you know, really just avoid feeling how I'm feeling and then covering up with overeating and you know the whole the whole thing mm-hmm. <laughs> just mm-hmm. really, like, sit with yourself because I feel like we often and I know I did we often we just abuse our bodies <laughs> we ignore them 
we just try to shut it up with, you know, food, with whatever. And I think just really getting to the point now, I'm also, you know, I'm like a new, trying to get better with my health now too. And I, I love that. I'm, and I'm just seeing all the intersections of it. And it all really goes back to understanding that my body is not the enemy. It's not this hurdle to overcome. Like my body loves me and protects me and I can engage with it and I should engage with it and listen to it. It has wisdom to share. Um, but also sometimes it's like an old problematic grandma and you kind of got to be like, ah, I'm not going to take that. I'm going to do something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but still, yeah, just don't, um, don't ignore that step. Just listen to your body and that will really help you to figure out, you know, what you want to do next, what you don't want to do next, at least to narrow things down. Cause I, when I think about all the things that took me to even get to this point, like there were things that happened well before I purchased my first course. Yeah. <laughs> Many different instances in my life that brought me to this moment. I love that. I love contrast. Contrast is like such a huge theme in my life. Like getting clear on like, I do not want this is, has been um, a journey, but I feel like it's made what I do want so much clearer. <laughs> so I'm, uh, I'm so thankful for all the amazing nuggets that you have dropped on this podcast today <laughs> um and especially with your takeaway uh for the manifesting well black audience like yes tune into your body tune into it like and get get used to it's almost like it's like a building a muscle like understanding what your body is right. telling you you got to learn how to listen to it and it evolves over time as well uh, so that's, I think that's an excellent nugget of information. Uh, Liz, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being my very first podcast guest. I thought this was super, super fun. I and, do. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. Um, if uh, the Manifesting Well Black audience wants to find you, where can they go? Yes. So obviously YouTube, <laughs> my channel is called The Other Liz Walker or Instagram and also same handle, The Other Liz Walker. Yay! Thank you, Liz. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Manifesting While Black podcast. And thank you so much for making it to the end. Yes, thank you for going the distance. If you would like to get clearer on your beliefs and determine if they are really uh, in alignment with your dreams, feel free to head over to my Instagram, your coach Bria, and click on the link in my bio for my reflect and observe tool. It's completely free and can really help you sort through what you believe um, in the different areas of your life and get clear on what your dreams and goals are and then see if they are aligned or if there's some room to uh, shift those beliefs. Also, if you would like more manifestation tips and tricks, feel free to follow me at your coach Bria or give my other, I think nine, this is the 10th podcast, give my other nine podcast uh, episodes a listen. And then also if you want to get in touch with the fabulous Liz Walker, feel free to reach out to her at the other Liz Walker on Instagram or YouTube. Thank you again, manifestation maven. Have a magical day.